Welcome to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Join us in person for worship each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. For more information about Covenant, including discipleship and mission opportunities, visit us at www.covenantpresjackson.org. John the Jew, John the Galilean, John the fisherman heard the word of life. He not only heard it, he saw it, beheld it with his eyes, and he touched this word, touched it with his own two hands. This word of life that John heard and saw and touched, he tells us, was from the beginning. And what John means by from the beginning is before time, before creation, before history. And since only God existed in the beginning, since only God was before time, before creation, before history, this word of life is God. And the word became flesh, was made manifest, dwelled among us in Jesus Christ. The word of life that John heard and saw and touched was Jesus Christ, God made man, the crucified and resurrected Son of God come to seek you out so that you might have life and have it abundantly. John proclaims to you the message that he heard from Jesus Christ, and it is the message of life. And here's how he begins this message. God is light. God is light. Light is an image used throughout the scripture to point to the character of God, to point to the nature of God. Light reveal God's glory. In other words, his weightiness, his majesty, his splendor, his beauty, the, the majesty of the creator of heaven and earth, the splendor of the all-powerful, all-knowing Lord of heaven and earth, the beauty of eternity. Light represents God's presence. When the Lord freed his people from slavery in Egypt, he led them in the wilderness, was present with them in the wilderness in a pillar of fire. God is truth and wisdom. He is the source of truth and wisdom, and only his light can reveal it. Only his light can illumine your heart, illumine your mind in truth and wisdom. Light reflects God's holiness. Light reflects his purity, his righteousness. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And what John means here by darkness is sin, evil, immorality, wickedness, corruption, deceit. There is no darkness within him, nor can darkness exist around him, for God is light. And we are not. You are not. 
what the scriptures teach about human nature, your nature can be difficult to hear, challenging to hear. And, and what the scripture teaches about human nature can be summarized as the opposite of John's message about God. God is light and in him is no darkness at all. We are darkness. And in us is no light at all. You are in darkness, surrounded by darkness, penetrated by darkness, darkness without and darkness within the darkness of sin. This is your nature. This is your state of being simply by being human, simply by being conceived because you inherited this nature from your first parents. In the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Adam and Eve sinned. Now, there, there are only a handful of words used for sin in both the Old and New Testament, but the one word that's used most frequently can mean missing the mark or taking the wrong road. That God showed the man and the woman the right road. God placed them on the right path, namely following his word, namely following his will, his way, and doing so for his glory. Doing so out of love for him, their creator. But they rebelled. They took a different road, the wrong road. They took their own path. They followed their own will. They followed their own way rather than God's. They sought their own glory rather than God's. They sinned. And that first sin changed everything. The creation was full of life and light. Creation was full of God's presence and God's glory. His holiness and his beauty was clearly seen but sin begets sin. Sin creates more sin. And so all of creation became enshrouded in darkness and humanity became filled with darkness without and within the light dispelled. Human nature was wholly corrupted by sin, entirely corrupted by sin. Every corner, every nook, every cranny, the heart, the emotions, the desires, the mind, reason and thought, the will, inclinations and discernment. And it's not just the lack of righteousness. It's not just the absence of holiness. It's rebellion. It's opposition. It's hostility, which leads to wickedness and evil and immorality. Now, Adam and Eve took the wrong road. Darkness. And they were cast from God's presence because God is light. And, and now that's where everyone starts. That's where you start. That's where you began. The wrong road. Your entire nature, your entire being, corrupt full of sin, darkness within, darkness without. 
like a, like a piece of fruit that's completely rotten. Now, some of you might be thinking, isn't that a little harsh? I mean, come on, is, is, is human nature really that bad? Is it really that corrupt? Isn't there, isn't there some goodness within us? I mean, there, there are a lot of people who are not religious who do good things. Now, now w- w- wouldn't the image be more like a piece of fruit with a, with a bruise on it or some bad spots in it? That there's, there's still some good parts. No, it's, it's, it's total corruption. It's total depravity. It's, it's darkness without light. So that even the good that is done in the darkness is sin. And why is that? Because the motives are sinful. The reasons are sinful. They're, they're, they're often self-centered, self-seeking, self-promoting, rather than accomplished for God's glory. Darkness. But you don't know it. You can't know it. And why, why is that? Because in darkness, you can't see darkness. In darkness, you're blind to darkness. In darkness, all you know is darkness. You can only see darkness in the light. You can only know darkness in contrast to the light. And God is light. And he has shown his light into the darkness of this world. He has shown his light into your darkness through Jesus Christ. He is the light of the world. Jesus Christ radiates God's glory. Jesus Christ is God's presence in person. He shines his light upon you and within you, bathing you in truth so that your eyes are open, so that you can see, so that you can see clearly, so that you see the one who is the light, so that you see the darkness around you, so that you see the darkness within you, so that you see your sin, so that you see your need of the light, your need of Jesus. John writes in in, in verse 8 of our passage, if you say that you have no sin, you're only deceiving yourself. In verse 10, John writes, if you say you have not sinned, you're calling God a liar. The light reveals the truth. You're a sinner. And the crucified Son of God, the light of the world, the word of life, Jesus Christ cleanses you of your sin. Jesus Christ removes the darkness. This is the forgiveness of sins. According to the Apostles' Creed and according to the Scriptures, this is a central doctrine of the Christian faith. Why? Because this is the work of Jesus Christ on the cross, and it's the work of Jesus Christ on the cross for you. This is the gospel for you. This is good news for you. The forgiveness of sin. The forgiveness of your sin. Now, the problem is, the the challenge is, if you've grown up in the church, if you regularly attend worship, this is a message that you hear over and over and over and over and over again, and you should 
hear it over and over and over again. But the problem, the challenge is that it can become so familiar because you hear it so much that, that you can tune it out. Like, like road traffic when you're trying to sleep. The problem is, the challenge is, it can become so familiar that it loses its impact. But when you're reminded of who you were, when you remember what your state of being was, total darkness, total depravity, rebellion on the wrong road, it shows how astounding, how wonderful, how remarkable, how glorious that God forgives us our sin. It shows the depths of his love, the breadth of his mercy, the height of his grace in Jesus Christ, that he would become what we are, that he would die in our place, because that's what it took. It took his death, the death of the word of life, the death of the light of the world. And through his death, God makes you new through his death. God recreates you through his death. God removes your sin, cleanses you of sin, forgives you of your sin, and he gives you his righteousness. The righteousness of Jesus. He shines that light into your heart, shines that light into your soul, shines that light into your very being. Our Old Testament reading was from the prophet Jeremiah. Listen, listen again to, to part of verse 34 from that passage. The Lord, speaking through Jeremiah, proclaims this. I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. A promise given. A promise fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, God forgives you and God remembers your sin no more. He remembers your sin no more. It comes to mind no more. He holds it against you no more. Have you received this forgiveness of sin? The forgiveness of sin confessed in the Apostles' Creed, the forgiveness of sin taught in the scriptures. Have you received it? Is your faith in Jesus Christ? Are you in the light? Do you walk in the light? For in him, you're no longer in darkness. In him, you're no longer condemned. In him, you're no longer on the wrong road. You are given light and life. What good news, what joy, what grace from God who is light. And know this, know this, when you sin again, because you will, because the darkness is still present. We walk in the light, but the darkness is still present and it's there within and it's there without. Know this, that your sin in Christ, when you're in the light, your sin doesn't change your status. Your sin does not alter your status in Jesus Christ. You're still made new. You're still righteous. You're still his. That does not change. That status does not alter. But when you do sin, you must confess your sin. You must repent of your sin. You must turn 
to the light. And when you do, when you do, here the, here's the promise that John proclaims. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thanks be to God. Thank you for tuning in to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. 